Hello and welcome to the Digital Literacy Podcast. In this episode, I'm talking about an expression that appeared in the age of internet and is connected with social media called cyberbullying. It is a repeated verbal aggression with hostile intent to someone less capable of defending themselves by electronic means. Currently, cyberbullying is a growing issue all over the world. One in five Australian people under 18 has experience of online bullying, where secondary students are most likely to be reported as victims than primary. 2016-17 statistics showed that online bullying has increased from 6.1% to 6.8% among boys and 15.9% 21.4% among girls. So girls are three times more likely to be victims of online bullying. Therefore, cyberbullying is a big issue today. And to tackle this problem, we need to know the factors that trigger this issue worldwide. Research shows that the primary causes of cyberbullying are anonymity, boredom, instigate jealousy, no perceived consequences, and motivated by events. The cyberbullying can attack anonymously, which decreases their chance of being caught and make them feel less accountable for their actions. Online bullies can use social media to instigate jealousy among each other online. It occurs when the, when the cyberbully is jealous of something the victim has or the way the victim looks. When cyberbullies attack a victim online, can commit bullying acts anonymously and and they have no perceived consequences because they feel as though they will not get caught. Cyberbullying has a long-lasting effect on children and their families, including depression, anxiety, even suicidal thought. Online bullying can hurt students as much as physical bullying and sometimes even more because it spread quickly. Lots of people have access to see it most of the time, sources cannot be identified and removing the content can be difficult. No matter the incident happened in school hours or not, the result is often seen at school and affect educational environment. In some cases, it goes to an extent that students cannot concentrate on classes and become afraid of coming to school. As one teenager told me, it makes me hot both physically and mentally. It scares me and takes away all my confidence. It makes me feel sick and worthless. Those who are victimized by cyberbullying also reveal that they are often afraid or embarrassed to go to school. Occurrences with cyberbullying have been notorious to cause emotional distress, psychological trauma, and make the youth feel as though there is no safe place to escape their bullying. This is the point where the individual will begin to have feelings and thoughts of hopelessness. According to Nixon, adolescents who are victims of cyberbullying are three times more likely to commit suicide. Since teenagers use social media networks so often as a source of communication, the chances of being exposed to cyberbullying are greater. Unlike traditional bullying, online bullying are more prevalent due to the high number of people that have access to phones and internet. Adolescents are targets and can become victims at any point in time versus just when they come to physical contact with the bully. 
According to the report of Center for Disease Control, the most common forms of cyberbullying are mean comments and spreading rumors. Sometimes parents ignored the incidence of online bullying and considered it like traditional bullying. However, traditional bullying is less aggressive than cyberbullying. The biggest influence of online bullies is that they have anonymity and individual is free to bully or harass someone and not feel responsible for their actions. Traditional bullying is less prevalent because an individual does not have anonymity and and is forced to come face to face with their victims to take responsibility for their actions. When a cyberbully attacks a victim online, they have a less of chance of being caught. Unlike traditional bullying, cyberbullying can be committed at any time due to the increased technology and the, act and the access teenagers have. There is also a new concept developing called gang bullying. This is the concept of teenagers making anonymous accounts to attack a victim online. Cyberbullying has a lower levels of supervision, whereas traditional bullying is done in an environment where teenagers can be supervised. This decreases the chance of a victim being attacked by a bully. Now the question is how to prevent it. There are two primary challenges today that make it difficult to prevent online bullying. First, even though this problem has been around for almost two decades, some still don't see the harm associated with it. Some attempt to dismiss or disregard online bullying because they are more serious form of aggression to worry about. While it is true that there are many issues facing adolescents, parents, teachers, and law enforcement today, you first need to accept that cyberbullying is one such problem that will only get worse if ignored. The other challenge relate to who is willing to step up and take responsibility for responding to the inappropriate use of technology. Parents often say that they don't have the knowledge or time to keep up with their kids' online behavior and that school should be covering it in details during class time. Educators are often doing their parts through policies, curricular training assemblies, but sometimes don't know when and how to intervene in online behaviors and occur, and occur away, that occur away is cool, but still involve their students. And the law enforcement authority is hesitant to get involved unless there is a clear evidence of a crime or a significant threat to someone's physical safety. As a result, cyberbullying incidents either slip through the cracks, are dealt with too formally, are dealt with too informally, or are mismanaged. At that point, the problem behavior can continue and even escalate because they aren't adequately or appropriately addressed. Based on these challenges, we need to create an environment where all youth feels comfortable talking with adults about this problem and feel confident uh, that meaningful steps will be taken to resolve the situation. We also need to get everyone involved, kids, parents, educators, counselors, youth leaders, law enforcement, social media companies, and the community at large. It will take a comprehensive effort from all stakeholders to make a meaningful differences in reducing online bullying. Research suggests that healthy parent-child communication is essential for reducing 
reducing risk associated with the bullying and cyberbullying among middle school students. Kids need to learn that inappropriate online actions will not to be tolerated. Get them to understand that technology use and access is a privilege and not a right. And with those privileges come certain responsibilities that must be respected. School is the center of kids' life, so they need to be aware of consequences of online bullying and should take actions accordingly. Students need to know that all forms of bullying are wrong and that those who engage in harassing or threatening behaviors will be subjected to discipline. Precaution and policies against online bullying should be an urgent consideration for the school because the more they can effectively handle issues related to online bullying, more they will be able to build an excellent relationship with the students and their families. Hopefully this will result in good outcomes by ensuring a healthy environment as well as mental well-being of the students. Now I'd like to talk about some teaching and learning strategies. There are different activities that may help the student to understand what cyberbullying is and how to prevent it. For example, quiz competition, matching work, brainstorming, workshop, storytelling, and many more. Discuss with the class, when you go online, we can be assured of three things. Number one, what we do online affect others. Number two, we have control and choices over the information and imagine that we images that we post. Number three, we can have positive influences over others. Ask the students to think of anything else that you can be assured of when you go online. It's a good idea to encourage students to participate in a quiz competition. It will help to find out students' initial level of knowledge about online bullying and eventually to address any misconception they may have. In order to develop vocabulary skills, students may take part in vocabulary bingo. It is plays just like regular bingo. Students are given a bingo course to find out their competency in a particular area. Then students could be encouraged to participate to watch the video, pins read main tweets. Students will be asked, how would you define cyberbullying? Why do you think people send main messages online? What advice would you give to people receiving these messages? What about people sending them? Ask, what are examples of negative online behavior? What about positive? Explain to students that in the next activity, we'll be exploring different, different cyberbullying situations. This is a 10-minute activity, and it is a case study of someone who was body shamed online. Objective of this activity is to make sure that students are able to identify what effects standing up to online bullying can have. One student will read the captions of the photo posted online, followed by Q&A, and teacher-led discussion. Finally, students will be encouraged to produce an infographic about cyberbullying. The main emphasis of the infographics will be bullying prevention. The key points could be, what do you know about online bullying? What are effective practices? 
what is positive teacher-student relationship and what is positive family relationship. The next activity could be storytelling. Teachers may tell Ryan's story and ask students with some basic questions. What have you learned from Ryan's story? What is the relationship between the bullying and suicide? Is bullying can cause to create mental health problem? If you are a friend of someone being bullied, what will be your role? How parents and siblings are affected by family members being bullied? Once we have done five minutes reflection about Ryan's story, we may brainstorm how to protect our digital footprints. Answers might include manage privacy settings so only friends can see what you are doing online. Think before you post. Don't tag people without their permission. Limit people who you don't know. Don't share your password. Change your password regularly. Be safe and happy online. Enjoy your social media. Bye-bye.